Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hey, my mama biscuits. What the fuck is good? What's tea? What's the juice? My name is Camo, and you're listening to another episode of Unfazed and Unbothered, the podcast where we rant, rave, and ramble about literally any and everything. This week, I asked y'all on Instagram to submit stories to me of weird encounters you've had with the male species. And I'll be sharing some of my personal stories as well. But before I get into that, you know, just some life updates for the girls. So um, immediately after last week's episode, you know, I, I had mentioned that I've been manifesting my blood pressure to be lower. And, um, you know... I do believe that our minds are very powerful and we do have a lot more uh, potential than we realize. Um, I do think your mind is responsible for a lot of things. I think we are able to control more in our body than we give ourselves credit for. However, the thing, nothing is foolproof, okay? So while I did have every intention of just manifesting my blood pressure lower. It does just doesn't always work like that, okay? Um, and this is why some people think that manifestation is delusional. But immediately after that episode, I thought I was having a fucking heart attack. I did. So um, I immediately went to my general practitioner and I had a full fucking breakdown. A full fucking breakdown. Mental breakdown. I was crying to my doctor and um he's not like really my doctor specifically i'll go to like this general practitioner where there's like three or four different doctors that are just you know i see one or the other i've only been there a handful of times but um 
Yeah, so we don't we we don't have a lot of rapport. Is what I'm getting at, and I was just sobbing my eyes out. To, but I couldn't help it. I I couldn't help it. You know, I was so stressed and so over this blood pressure situation, and it really has scared the shit out of me. I'm gonna keep it one thousand with you girls because um, hypertension is nothing to play about. It is a silent killer. So it has been silently taking a toll on me. Not silently, because there ain't nothing silent about me, bitch. But, um, yeah, I went to the doctor, and I was just, you know, explaining my life circumstances and um, the things that are bothering me, and uh, <laughs> I couldn't help but burst into tears. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it wasn't a good time, and he was just like, oh, you poor thing. I could tell on his face he was thinking, oh, goddamn, I'm a doctor, not a therapist, baby. That's two doors down. Um, <laughs> but he prescribed me some Losartan, Losartan, something like that. It's a granny pill, some some blood pressure pill. Way better than amlodipine. Um, so amlodipine was what I was taking before. For I would take it on and off, but the shit just made me dizzy. And it also would like make me cough at night weird symptoms wasn't live laugh loving that experience at all and also I do feel like with blood pressure it's just like a a combination of so many things and um you know there's like obvious factors and indicators with like you know things like salt and um caffeine and uh stress but I feel like being chronically dehydrated is also like a a big factor that's not really talked about a lot and also sleep poor sleep and I am a horrible sleeper I have horrible sleep patterns I I don't sleep the best and um, when I'm stressed out my sleep really suffers and so um, I was getting like four hours of sleep every night um, maybe three or four hours of restful sleep. If that I was tossing and turning because I would wake up in a panic thinking I'm dying because my blood pressure was so goddamn high. It was so fucking high. It was stroke level almost every day. And there would be times when like, you know, I would, I would, I would think positive thoughts and I would think I was manifesting and maybe I did manifest it lower some days, but then it would just inevitably shoot the fuck up the next day or sometime later. So, um, I had to get to the bottom of that and I'm very glad that I did because he prescribed me that Losartan, but also he prescribed me, um, Trazodone. It is an antidepressant, but I take both of these at like 11 o'clock in the night, 11 PM. And it just puts me to sleep and keeps me asleep. Okay. So, um, I don't want anyone to think that I'm depressed, I guess I, I guess I go through spouts of depression like most people, but I'm not like I don't I don't hate my life. You know, I'm not I'm not um, really suffering from depression right now, but it is also a sedative, a sleep aid. So um, that's why I'm on that as well. And it's been working wonders. I've been getting a full at least seven hours of good sleep every night. So that has really helped my blood pressure. And then the Lasartan, of course, has really brought it down as well. So that's just great life updates for the girls. Um, Very 
happy about this because I was I thought I was on my way out I'm gonna I'm I'm be 1000 with the girls and it was just scaring me but other than that um I, I just I, I don't have many updates anymore these days um I, I, say, I say it almost every episode I'm a bit of a recluse I'm in my homebody era and that's exactly just what I've been doing I've been keeping myself low-key still I'm just on that that notion I did finish um my studio in the other room I padded my whole closet I ordered a double z rack so all of my clothing is like it looks so good in there it looks so cute and gorgeous um and uh, I'm, I'm very happy about that I also learned how to use some software that's going to make recording music so much easier and quicker and and sound better um a lot of you ask me camo where's new music see the thing with music is back in the day i was recording music every single day and i was just pumping it out on like soundcloud but then when i grew an audience online i didn't want to pump out these songs because they never were touched by anybody I didn't have much feedback from anybody professional and it was just all me and my brain and um that that is great um I do look back at some of those songs and I'm like wow I love this and I would love to recreate it but with eyes on me I didn't want to put something out that was lackluster or something that wasn't to the best of its ability and music is you know it's my baby so I have kind of hoarded away most of my music I have I've never stopped writing I've that's something I continue to do every day um maybe not every day I used to write every single day I tried to write every day but um I still write very regularly every week and uh yeah I, I now I have more confidence in my craft and um, I have all the equipment, the gear, and I have people who will mix and master for me properly. So um, stay tuned. I know it's been a long time coming and I've, I've said it's coming, it's coming, it's coming for months, but I just I had to make sure that everything was good, good enough and perfect for the girls because the last thing I want to do is embarrass myself or put something out and it'd be giving ice JJ fish it would never give ice JJ fish but you know I'm a firm believer that your first real big project or song is like what people always remember you for and I I just don't want to be referenced back to something that was like trash you know like poor Rebecca Black like great girl lots of potential her music is a lot better now but unfortunately because of Friday I feel like she's like put in this box where everyone doesn't take her music as seriously and she's like proven herself to be a great singer but that song was just so silly and so everyone always just thinks of her as the Friday girl and that's just not what I want for myself you know so no shade to her love you girly but yeah um so the music is coming in due time. Okay. Um, not, not much left to update the girls. So I'm going to go on a break. And when I come back, I'm going to be sharing your entries and some of my personal experiences with men.
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. All right, we're back. (laughs) So before I get into the juice, I want to talk about this TikTok ban situation because it is, there's a hair in my mouth. It is becoming more of a possibility. You know, it was, it was talked about a few years ago. It was shot down. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Uh, But now it it seems like a, a, a real possibility. Um, TikTok actually posted a video themselves the other day about the situation. So, you know, I, I've like heard all the updates that people have been sharing. Um, people have been reporting. I've been like keeping up with things like that, but I, I didn't take it, take it too seriously because you know, it's been, it's been conversation for a long time, but when I saw TikTok post about it and how they're going to have to go to court about it I was like oh shit like this could be real and that is a terrifying thought because you know some people might think oh it's just a silly app and it is a silly app it's fun but that app has changed the lives of millions my life has been forever changed because of TikTok um that app is such a powerful tool for promotions, uh, for small businesses. It has put so many businesses on the map. It has made so many people self-employed, myself included. That app is the reason I'm able to sit here and have these conversations with you girls. TikTok is the reason I have this podcast. It was the vessel for my career. 
And I know there are a lot of cringy videos out there and uh, there's a lot of people who get famous on the app for the wrong reasons, but there's also a lot of good that comes out of that app. And I'm forever grateful for TikTok because I would not have you girls if it wasn't for that app. And so the thought of this being taken away, it's not just a, a me thing, it's a we thing. Entertainment is going to suffer, um, small businesses, big businesses, Bitch, I know you're not coming out here ruining my thought process, bitch. Get out of here with your beep beeps. Big businesses, small businesses, every business across the lands will be affected by this ban if it happens. And and people will protest. There will be an uproar of young people because this app is so powerful and you know they're saying oh it's it's about security it's the security situation bitch it's not about security okay it is not about security at all if that was the case facebook twitter instagram snapchat all of those would be in the hot seat it's not about security okay all of these apps are tracking our every fucking move ai is so advanced that is why you get on facebook and you had a conversation about tampons with your homegirl five minutes prior and now your whole feed is nothing but tampax pearl it is not a tiktok thing okay if it was about the security then all of these apps would be banned the thing with tiktok is this app is the most authentic app it is the most raw app. Of course, there's, you know, there's some fake bullshit on there, whatever. But this is my uh, this is my take on it. I, I genuinely feel like the government wants to get rid of this app because of the potential that we have to spread information. I mean, I have learned so many valuable life hacks and things that no doctor would ever promote to me. Like I've learned so many holistic things to do, so many measures to take with like health and uh, just, just I've learned so much on the app that I would have never learned without the app because this information is usually gatekept. Like, Doctors don't share these holistic measures that can help uh, cure inflammation and certain illnesses. And uh, also, it's just like the easiest way to expose people in power, you know, like. Uh, shut up. There's it's just such a powerful tool because it's it, the, the the algorithm and the AI that TikTok uses is like no other it's it's what the people are watching it's what the people want to see it's not as manipulated i'm sure there's some manipulation in the algorithm whatever it's every app we use but you know facebook and instagram kind of like puts in your face what it wants you to see whereas tiktok is all about the screen time and what people are sharing and what people are watching so there's all of these politicians and all of this information that is being leaked and exposed and the government is scared of you know the people us the people because we have so much power with this app that this silly app is so powerful it has so much potential. 
It puts so much into perspective. It, it, it airs out so many people's dirty laundry, people in power, and they can't stop that. And that is why they want to get rid of this app. They, they don't want people to learn how to take care of themselves with proper eating and, and holistic measures. They don't want uh, the, big pharma would suffer. They are suffering from so many tips that you learn on TikTok. It's crazy. Like people will sh uh, share a testimony on some vitamin or some everyday thing that no one has really talked about. And the next week it's completely sold out everywhere. And everyone is now benefiting from something so small and so cheap. And now they, they, they're scared because like, oh, they can't shove medications and all this stuff on us to make them money. And um, I think that is why TikTok is getting, uh, why there's just so much going on right now. Anyways, I'm losing my train of thought. I'm, I'm very flustered about that. Okay, so we're going to hold it down. We're going to hold it down. We're in this together. I really hope and pray that nothing comes of it because I I am scared. I, I have made a living off of that app. Not necessarily the views. The views don't really pay the bills. They don't. It's, it, it pays horribly, I will say. But um, the brand deals and the relationships that I've built on that app with other creators, I've made a lot of friends on that app. Um that app changed my life. It did. Point being made. So please don't get rid of it. Donald Trump, is he going to jail? Hmm. Prob probably not. Um, because, you know, the the the, 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 the crooked system is gonna is gonna keep these crooked people safe. Um I would love nothing more than to see that man put in prison and, you know, not to get political on the girls because I know there's some of y'all listening like, I love Donald Trump, but, uh, he's just gross. And I, and before anyone's like, oh, you must love Joe. I don't, I don't, but anyone but Trump, anyone but Trump, period. He's a, he's a crooked ass man. And what's crazy is there are so many people who will hear the facts and they'll be like, y'all are doing anything to tear this man down. He's the greatest president of all time. Make America great again. Bitch, what? He's trash. This man could shoot somebody in the face in front of an audience and people would still suck his dick. They would. It's crazy that people are still pushing or still like wearing MAGA get okay please please oh no oh no Tasia sending me updates about the podcast I mean not the podcast the TikTok situation hurry watch it oh my god what's happening live right now what is this oh my god <sighs> Oh my god. I really want to watch this. There's 36.6 thousand people. 36? <gasps> oh my god. Oh my god, I'm sorry. The the the, the interference with my phone and um 
Holy shit. Okay, I want to watch that so bad, but I, I got to get through this episode. Um, sorry, y'all. Um, yeah, so basically right now, TikTok is live, and they are... Um, shit, there's so much interference right now. I'm so sorry, y'all. This is horrible. Ew. Um, anyways, moving the fuck on. Donald Trump, go to prison. You deserve it, okay? You're trash, and you're ugly. All right, let's move on. Let's get into these male encounters. So this one actually happened to me last night. <laughs> we live, laugh, love. So I was at the gym and I, it was like five minutes to close. I was showering in the very last shower. It's quiet back there. There's nobody else in the showers. So I'm getting out. I'm naked. I'm grabbing my towel off the hook. I'm putting my soaps back in my duffel. And I hear somebody coming back in the shower area so abruptly like stomping and making noise so my instinct is like turn back and like see what's going on right but my front my front half is facing the 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 back of the wall and I like look back like I'm looking back at it you know but I wasn't trying to look back at it I was just trying to look back at what was coming my way and you know I'm a cute and gorgeous feminine fertile mama in these streets and so I like look back and I notice this man who works there. So if you know the LA fitness catches wind of this, so sorry to you, sir. But this man looking like a Kmart DMX is hanging the shower curtains up for closing time. And he goes, now don't be looking back at me like that with all of that. Bitch, I wasn't looking back at you like nothing. I was trying to see if I was in danger. You came in like a fucking bull, bitch. Shut the fuck up. And so I'm just like, what? And he goes, I, I like it all. I've seen and done it all. I like women. I like transplants. So don't be looking at me like that. Excuse me, bitch. You got some nerve on the clock while I'm naked. Looking and talking to me like that. Ugh. I got out of there so goddamn quick so quick bitch I was just so disgusted another gym story actually this was years ago I think I think I may have told this one a while back but um I was going to the YMCA in Winder Georgia and this older man would always be there he was there every day pretty much and um he was there every morning and I was like at the time I was working in Walmart pharmacy so I was like on a schedule I worked pretty much the same time every day so I would go to the gym before my shift and so we were just there always at the same time together and he would come to the showers as soon as I went to the showers and he there were so many like showers and like the YMCA and Winder the way it's set up is like old school shower style like um bathhouse like there's like 10 showers in a big square area no dividers and um every everyone can just see everything but there was usually nobody else in there like the, the the max i'd ever seen was like two people at a time in there also and they'd be like spread out you know and um this man would always use the shower right next to me and he would always try to spark up conversation and one day in particular he's like so do you have a girlfriend and i'm like no he goes do you have a wife <laughs> what? I look gay as hell anyways uh I'm like no and he goes well what are you waiting for and I'm like um well the right man and he was like oh well with the look of that it shouldn't be hard to find one 
<sighs> he's like, you know, mine used to look like that too until I got old and fat. And this man would like constantly harass me. And, you know, I would tell my friends these stories. And back then I was very, <sighs> I was too fucking nice. I was too, now I don't tolerate that shit. I got me a backbone now, but um, I would like, still be nice to weirdos like they would be saying and doing weird shit to me and I'd be like hey and I'd still be like scared that I was going to be mean to them or something like that anyway so I would tell my friends these stories and they'd be like mm, you're exaggerating these things don't fucking happen beep, beep, boop, boop, boop. anyways months and months go on of this man harassing harassing me seeing me in the locker room seeing me in the um, sauna and he would just ask me inappropriate questions so at the time I was um, fast forward I'm dating I was dating this guy and um, he comes in the sauna and he's like props his leg up on one of the wooden steps and like lets his towel drop and like I can see his dick and balls and everything and this man had like elephantitis in his sack like his balls were humongous and his dick was small but anyways um he was like, you see them balls, you like them, something like that. And I'm like, I see them. He goes, they're real big, aren't they? And I said, yeah, they are. They're real big balls. He's like, you should touch them. I'm like, no. He goes, why not? And I'm like, as if the fact that he was like 80 years old and ugly as fuck and creepy as shit, as if that wasn't reason enough for me not to be interested. My stupid fucking ass was like, because I have a boyfriend. I have a boyfriend. Bitch. What? No. I should have beat the fuck out of his old ass. But I'm like, I have a boyfriend. Sorry. And he's like, well, he doesn't have to know. And he's, and I'm like, well, I'm, I'm a loyal girl. And he's like, um, said something like, oh, mind you, this time I had him on recording. I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish I still had that recording. It was like 2015. But, um, yeah, I got him on recording asking me to touch his balls. And um, yeah, so he's like, starts asking me questions like, so what do you you and your boyfriend do? Like, um, do you fuck him? Does he fuck you? All these inappropriate questions. And so I leave. And, you know, even as weird as that situation was, like I sent that voice memo to some of my friends and they're like, ooh, that's so creepy. And I was like getting a kick out of it kind of like I thought it was like kind of funny and then like after like I got people's reactions and like really sat and thought about it like there was one other time where he had actually physically grabbed my ass in the shower my bare naked fucking ass and like I was uncomfortable for sure but I don't know why like I don't know if I'm jaded or what from just weird situations and traumas and life experience but I didn't fully grasp how inappropriate I mean I knew it was inappropriate but I guess like I I hold myself to a different standard I don't fucking know I didn't realize the extent of the situation how gross that really is and how uncomfortable it was for me to be in that situation until other people are like um what's like that's so disgusting like what are you not going to get him in trouble so I did go to the people at the YMCA and I played them the recording and he got kicked out and it was just so funny because 
when I was telling them the situation and they were like, well, who is this? And I'm like that this man, like I, I saw him like walking past the office and I was like, actually him. Perfect timing. That's him. And like, what? No way. And I'm like, yes, way him. And they were like, well, he's got a wife. Are you sure? Bitch, I don't give a fuck if he's got a wife. I have him on recording. That's his voice. And they're like, he's so sweet, though. What? I can't believe this. It's crazy. I mean, they obviously knew once they, like, really listened to it and they played it back a few times. But they looked at. See, what fucked me up with that situation is they were, like, talking to me in a way where they were like kind of suggesting that I kind of encouraged this behavior and like, are you sure? Like he came on to you? Like, that's just so weird. Cause he's such a nice guy. And it's crazy because so many people have like a reputation of being a good person and they're just not. And this man, they kicked him out. They did kick him out because I was so uncomfortable and I was so adamant at that point. Um, once I'd like really, thought about the whole situation and how long this has been going on and like hearing my friends reactions and whatnot I was very uncomfortable and I was like you know what like I I want him out of here because they they gave me the option to kick him out like as if he wasn't a fucking predator that could potentially put the moves on another guest a younger guest or whatever like they basically put that decision in my hands they're like well do you want us to kick him out and I'm like morally you don't feel inclined to do so yeah i want you to kick him out so they did um and i just i I wish i could have been a fly on the wall when they had to break the news to him and his wife that they were no longer welcome at the ymca but um, i never got that never got to the hear about how that went down um men are fucking creeps men are fucking creeps and i don't know if it's because i am like a unique individual um, I know like there are a lot of non-binary, a lot of trans, a lot of queer people in this world, but there's still not that many in comparison. And so when men see me, I feel like it's safe to say that just about every man across the lands has at one point or another fantasized about a person like myself watch trans porn or um is actively watching it regularly um but they're never face to face with somebody like me so when men do encounter myself and people like me they they kind of like step out of character or they they are, they just get bold as fuck. I know men are bold, period. But um, I I personally have went through so many weird experiences with men. So many that I, I can't even recall off the top of my head. It's just an everyday fucking thing. But there's something about men at gas stations. Men at fucking gas stations. It's like a hot spot. Every time I go to a gas station, somebody's asking me for my number. Asking me what I'm doing later on. But um, a few months back, me and my homegirl were at the... Um, BP off Pleasant Hill where they be having all them fucking car meetups and whatnot. And I am walking in the gas station or I'm walking out of the gas station and this man is walking in and he whispers at me. He's like, damn, baby, you look so good. I can't stand a fucking down low, man. They always whisper. They always whisper. But he whispered and like, When he said it to me, he was looking straight forward. Like, he didn't look at me. He just, like, whispered it and, like, walked 
in the gas station and then i'm like telling my homegirl i'm like did you hear him and she's like yeah what the fuck was that about and i was like men are fucking weird and she's like he probably had a girlfriend loan be fucking hold i'm pulling out of the gas station he's at the pump and there's a bitch in his fucking passenger seat i'm i'm fucking deceased i can't i fucking can't men have no cooth um this was way back in the day way 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 back in the day when i was like in my little twink era this guy had offered to pay me $500 to drink a gallon of milk and fart in his face, which I don't even, can you even drink a gallon of milk? Like, isn't that like, can't you get hurt by that? I don't fucking know, but I wouldn't have done it. And see, the thing is, actually I would in today, like present day camo, I would be like, shit, $500, hell yeah. I ain't gonna do nothing else. I'll just fart in your face. I don't know. I don't know if I would actually do that. But um, back then I was, I didn't have like a, a real grasp of money and how much disposable income so many people had. And so I kind of felt bad. Like I felt like I would be taking advantage of that man. And like so many older suitors who tried to offer me money to spend time with them. Like I was like, I don't, I don't morally, I just, I can't take their money. Like I feel, I, w- I would feel guilty because I'm not into them. I feel like I was using them. Now that I've experienced so many weird encounters with men and I've realized how many men just have disposable income and like just do weird ass shit. Like I wish that men still came at me like that with money and be like, I'll give you 500 bucks to do this at the third. But I don't know. um, Maybe it's because I'm not as young and as naive. They don't find me as um, desirable. But shit, if present day someone offered me 500 bucks to fart in their face drink drink some milk i would i I would really consider it hell yeah um (laughs) i had filmed um i was making a tiktok one day it's since been taken down i I hid most of my videos from this era because i was just not cute and gorgeous um but i did post on tiktok i was talking about how men are so creepy and how one man had tried to get my number in the gas station and another man did this and while I'm talking about men being creepy a third man comes to my car is like what are you doing what you getting into where do you live and I'm like far away and I'm just being so short with him and so um sarcastic and catty and off camera not off camera on another video that I didn't post because it would have been taken down he dead ass asked me to eat my ass so fucking bold so bold and i'm like get the fuck out of here um okay so you know a lot of people ask about my friendship with tolly and um we're not friends anymore but um you know it is what it is What's what's ironic about that situation is the last episode that we did together back in December, somebody had sent us a, um, we were doing like a Q&A and someone said, in a month, they're going to hate each other again. The foreshadowing. So ironic to me. Um, I just want to go on record saying that the back and forth of our friendship was not a publicity stunt and it, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, as much as, we put each other through there are times where I do kind of um 
I do kind of miss some of the escapades we got into because I've never had another friend that was with the shits as I was. And um, so we just like always just for amusement, we would do and say the most bizarre shit to people. And there was this one man who worked in the magic market next to her old apartments. And uh, we would go in there and he was just so infatuated with me. He loved some camo. And um, he would, if I wasn't there, he would always ask Tolly about like where I was at. He would give us free snacks. He would give us free wraps. And so I took full advantage of that man. I sure the fuck did. Um, He was, didn't have a fucking chance in this world. Older, to paint you a picture, he was probably like 40 years old, missing half his grill. This Middle Eastern man, um... Me and him were like night and day. It would just, it, it wouldn't work in this lifetime or the next. And, uh, you know, I would just fuck with him. I would really just fuck with him. And I, he did ask for my number. I did give him my number um, because, bitch, I wanted free snacks and free wraps. And he was hooking me up. But, you know, men always expect something out of it. So for a while, he was like cool, calm, and collected. He would just ask about me. He, I would go in there. He would flirt with me. He would give me free stuff. And, um he would call me and <laughs> I would be like, you want to see my milky milkies? And he'd be like, yes, let me see the milkies. And he was, he would just go with the shits. He would just go back and forth with me. And like, I'd be like, do you want to see my dumplings? And <laughs> he'd be like, yes, I want to see your dumplings. I want to put my sauce on your dumplings. And then like, I went as far as like referring to my Sheenus Marie Johnson as Mama Lizard. And I'm like, do you want to play with Mama Lizard? And he'd be like, yes, I want Mama Lizard to meet Papa Lizard. And like, I'll be on the phone, like, hey, hey. And he'd be like, in this like really high pitched tone and me and that bitch would just fuck with him all the fucking time and um, eventually he got tired of the bullshit he's like I'm doing all this weird shit for nothing I'm giving her all this free stuff and like, I ain't getting nothing out of it and so the last time I saw him he in the gas station was like I'm the only one here let's go in the back room basically like suggesting for us to go fuck back there and I was like absolutely fuck not absolutely the fuck not and so I go to my car and he follows me out there and I don't know why I let him get in my car like he's banging on my window and I let him get in the car I'm like what Milky what do you want Milky we always called him Milky and he was like why why aren't you why won't you uh give me a chance I do all these things for you. We talk on the phone all the time and blah, 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 beep, 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 pop, pop, boop, boop, boop. And I'm like, I, what? And this man deadass pulls his dick out and is like suggesting that I suck it in front of the gas station. I'm like, absolutely fucking not, bitch. Not here, not there, nowhere. Absolutely fucking looted the fuck not, bitch. Get the fuck out of my car. I'm about to scream. I'm about to scream. He was so mad. He stormed out and he was like, well, don't talk to me ever again. Like, bitch, say the fuck less never talked to milky since <sighs> i do miss the free snacks though um let's see what else <clears throat> i had um given this guy the time of day i don't want to say we dated but we were seeing each other for like two months and he asked me to marry him 
we hadn't even like had sex or anything like that. He just dead ass asked me to marry him. Come to find out he needed his citizenship. And I just thought it was weird. I'm like, what? I'm, we haven't even fucked. I'm not about to marry you. The fuck? Hit a little dick too. We never, I, I only know that because he would like dry hump me. I don't know what that was about. I don't fucking know, but like three months later, he was married to somebody else, and I see that person at Sephora all the time, and I'm like, hey, I guess you didn't dodge the bullet. Anyways, um, fast forward, I actually let that man do my hair, and like, I wanted a balayage, and I felt like, see, back then I was so naive, he was like, I'll give you, I'll do your hair for free if you post it on your Instagram. And I was like, okay, period, pop off. So I went, cause he was a good hairstylist and um, he was, he was cute. He was cute, but um, just a little, a little, a little troubled and a little weird. But um, I went and got my hair done and I wanted it to be a certain way. And he left the fucking bleach on for so fucking long. And he like just left me there. And I only wanted a like I wanted a lot less of my hair bleached than he ended up bleaching. And um, fast forward, I remember I was like posting pictures online. Like when I first got it done, I and I did what I offered him. I posted on Instagram and was like, "Oh y'all go get your hair done, blah 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 blah." Looks good, and it did look good when I came out. Like I'm not a hater. Like it did look good, so I wasn't mad. It was different than what I expected. He like cut my bangs really short. I was it was giving very much Taylor Swift. And, um, at the time I had like just gotten out of another relationship and I was like really heartbroken, you know, the, it's like the trope, like you get your heart broken and you switch your hair up. And so that's exactly what I did. I was a new person. I reinvented. And, um, so I wasn't mad, you know, I did post about it and whatnot, but like over time, you know, blonde hair, it is a lot to keep up. And so my hair was very dry and damaged. And back back then I was broke as fuck. So I didn't have like the money to buy Olplex and expensive hair products. And I remember he would comment on some of my pictures and be like, your hair looks like trash. You need to, um, Something I said, that's real bold of you to say you did this. And he goes, I didn't do that. You, you, you did that to your own hair, blah, blah. I don't fucking know. I can't remember all the details, but, uh, yeah. Thanks for listening to my tangent. Wonder what he's doing in these streets now. Um, oh, okay. So this is, you know, TMI, but we've all had a whole phase, right? Right. Okay, so I did back in the day when I was in my physical prime. Most of these stories that I've told you about, with the exception of the one that happened last night and whatnot, um, most of these weird encounters took place in my whole phase. And I was like, it was from 2015 to like 2018. I was in my physical prime. I was in my twink era. And uh, I still, even back then, was fetishized. I'd, I've always been like a feminine, pretty non-binary individual and I caught wind caught, caught wind I caught on real quick that men just wanted to fetishize me so men would you know ask me to do things to them you know like give them head and whatnot and to me like most of these men who were attracted to me and still presently find themselves attracted to me are historically straight DL never have experience with somebody like myself and so 
they like me because I'm pretty and feminine. And so they'll be like, oh, just give me head, give me head. And I'm be like, no, bitch, I'm, I'm not giving you head. You're, are you giving me head? And they're like, I've never done that. I've never done that. And I'm like, well, you know, it's not fair. I'm not going to give you head if you're not giving me head. And they'll be like, okay, I, I, I'll give you head. Sure. I would make them give me head and then I'd kick them out. I'd be like, oh, sorry, my mom's calling. Oh, sorry, my chicken's burning. Oh, sorry, I got to go. Oh, sorry, bye. They'd be so pissed because now, bitch, you're a faggot. You're a faggot. You just sucked my dick and I'm kicking you out of my car and you're not getting head. I left you with blue balls and I kicked you out, bitch. You're a faggot. Suck my dick. Oops, you already did. I used to do that all the time to bitches and they'd be so pissed. The look on their faces was priceless. And I loved it because they really thought they were going to one up me. Bitch, I one up to you, ho. <laughs> I don't do that anymore. But, um, you know, bitch, you tried the wrong one. All right. I've got two more stories for y'all. Um, back in the day when I was working at Top Dog Tavern in Bethlehem, period, pop off queens, I had a friend that I served with. Me and her got really close and, um, you know, she confided in me that she actually got off to gay porn and liked to watch men fuck each other, which, you know what, if that's what you like, girl, that's what you like, okay, no judgment, and I, I loved her, she was a good friend to me, we had lots of good memories, but then, you know, one day, she was like, hey, Camo, um, Will you come outside with me to go meet my boyfriend? And I was like, yeah, girl, let's go. What's what's happening? We're going to smoke. We getting high in the parking lot, bitch, because I'm down. And we used to do that historically all the time. So I was like, I thought it was just we're going to get high in the car. No, she um, basically, I go out there. I meet the man. We say hello. I'm like, hey, I'm Camo. He's like, hey, I'm so-and-so. Can't remember his name. And, um. She says, so what do you, like, deadass was like, what do you think of camo? And he goes, yeah. Uh-huh. And I, at that point, I'm uncomfortable. So I'm like, what is going on? What is going on? And I think about the fact that she liked to watch two men fuck each other. And I'm like, oh. Oh. So I go inside. But as I'm walking away, I hear my friend and her boyfriend being like, yeah. um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's the one. I like him. I like him. Oh, God. And then, of course, lo and behold, she comes in and she's like, hey, so what did you think of my boyfriend? I'm like, listen, baby, uh, I already see where this is going. Yeah, I love you dearly, uh, but absolutely the fuck not. She wanted me to fuck her boyfriend and her boyfriend fucked me in front of her. I'm sorry. I'm just thought down the cloud like that. No, ma'am. One last story also involves Top Dog. So I was serving. Uh, this was um, actually my first viral video on TikTok. I told this story. Uh, I was serving this guy and he was on a date with this girl. And he is just flirting with me right off the rip. And he's like flirting with me in such a weird way. Like men will like try to break the ice in such weird ways. And he's like, do you smoke? cigarettes and I'm like mm, I mean occasionally I don't anymore at all period but back then like you know I would smoke occasionally and I did smoke 
on and off back then. And I was like, yeah, you know, serving tables, you do smoke cigarettes. I was like, yeah, sometimes, you know, when I'm drinking, I'll, I'll smoke, uh, I'll bum a cigarette off someone. He's like, uh, I actually own a vape shop. I own a vape shop, um, shop. Let me get you off cigarettes. Uh, uh, can I get your number? And like the girl he was with was like eyeballing him. Like, are you serious? But also she still looked so naive. Like she looked like she, she was like, I could tell in her head, like she wasn't sure if, if her man's was like putting the moves on me or if he was just being friendly. Um, she looked a little naive, but she also looked a little suspicious at the same time. And uh, he's like, can I, can I give you my number? And I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't give my number out to strangers. And I'm like, so yeah, sorry. And anyways, I go back serving my other tables. I come back and he's like, can I add you on Snapchat? I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. So I give him my Snapchat and there was like a moment where she left to go to the bathroom and he immediately snaps me and he's like, I forgot what he said, but, um, I was like, you're on a date. Like what? Like what the fuck? He's like, well, she's actually my coworker and she's had a thing for me for a long time. And I thought I would take her on a date, but I, I realized that she's like boring and we have nothing in common. And like, I'm actually want to start exploring my bisexuality. And like, I just saw you and you're the best of both worlds. And like, Oh my God, live, laugh, love some, some, some yada, 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 yada. So, um, yeah, one thing led to another. As soon as his date was done, she left it up. I did take him to the parking lot next door at the movie theaters and he gave me, he gave me that good gluck gluck and he was disappointed when I denied him the reciprocation. So, um, I'm telling y'all too much today, too fucking much, but damn bitch, you thought, sorry, sorry, mama girl, papa boy, whatever, just, it wasn't in the cards for you. Okay. He wasn't, he wasn't that, he wasn't ugly, but he wasn't cute either. And back then I was just horny, okay? Now I have standards, more standards. But uh you know, I don't I don't know why I'm telling y'all that. That was just too much. I can't believe it. I just shared that again. But anyways, yeah, so I'm gonna go on a break and when I come back, I'm gonna share your stories that y'all submitted to my Instagram. <laughs> She's back. <laughs> I don't know about y'all, but I've really been enjoying these last few episodes. Uh, I used to really overthink everything that I posted and I just really put so much pressure on myself and I'd be like, oh, there's got to be some takeaway and we've got to, I've got to have all these talking points and I, and there's got to be this and there's got to be that. And it didn't, it didn't ever really work that way anyways, but I still was putting all this pressure on myself. And then, you know, I started listening to other people's podcasts and they would go on 10 minute tangents about fucking ice cream flavors and just the most stupidest shit. So I no longer give a fuck. Okay. Y'all are listening. Y'all know what y'all signed up for. Be ranting, raving, and rambling about literally any and everything. So I hope y'all are enjoying these episodes uh, lately as much as I've been enjoyed sharing them because I really feel like I've got my head in the game finally. But anyways, the juice. These are your stories on my Instagram. So, um, okay. So Miss Madeline Davis says, I had just started a new job and was running the register when an old man and his wife 
both older, maybe upper 60s, came up to check out of my register. Upon checking him out, he notices my septum piercing and says, Hey, look, hun, she's got a bull ring in her nose for her husband to pull her around at night. My only response in that moment was to say, have a good night. They walked away. His wife was so embarrassed, and I hope he got in trouble on the way home that that night, laughing my ass off. Very odd encounter. Very odd encounter indeed, Miss Madeline. I'm so sorry. Men are gross. Uh, um, okay, Miss Caddy. Turkle. Every day when I would walk to my car from my job, this man would always be staring at me. Finally, one day he came up and said, mm, I bet you got pretty feet, boo. What's up, ma? Can I get your number? And I was like, huh? Man, I never seen my feet a day in his life. I know we all got our kinks and fetishes, but that's how we're starting off? Laughing my ass off. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Men take it there every time. Especially if you've got like kinks and fetishes, like they don't know boundaries and they're just like, I guess maybe, maybe this is my logic. I, I'm assuming they've been shot down so much so they have no other choice or so they feel to just go out there all the way and like instead of investing the time and getting to know somebody who's going to inevitably be weirded out by them they're like you know what let me just shoot my shot every time let me go zero to a hundred right off the rip so they know what they're signing up for and if they are weirded out by me then I just lost my chance but you know what at least I, I'm not wasting my time you know I think that's their logic these men especially with fetishes and kinks um okay i'd like to be an anonymous okay so um this girly is anonymous but i was a bedside icu nurse during covid so i'm sweating in full garb cleaning a critical patient you know bowel movements he also a nurse looks at me and says how often do you get turned on oh the audacity Sick, sick and twisted. This man is wipe. This woman is wiping your ass, your dirty COVID ass, and you're gonna ask her how often she gets turned on. That's fucking weird. Ew. Okay, Miss Renee Canetta. At the gym, in the middle of a set, a man walked up and said, "I would give anything on earth to lick your sweat." Smiled and then walked away. Forevermore, when we would cross paths at the gym, he would smile and head nod at me. Girl. Ew. Ew. Candace Taylor. When I was 16, I had a 40-year-old stalker at my job. I worked at a grocery store from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m., and he worked overnight shifts. Every morning at 7 a.m., he would wait for my register to open so he could buy a box of Mike and Ike's. What? At 7 a.m.? Girl, the fuck? Anyways, every time I worked, he would check out, and I wasn't even nice to him. I would tell him his total, and he'd always use the same line. Is that how much you owe me? Because with all that beauty, you must be able to pay. What? Eventually, it got out of hand, and he started following me to my car. Management got involved. I never saw him again. He legit looked like a weasel. 
Sounds like a fucking weasel too, bitch. I'm so sorry. It's gross and weird. You were too young for that. 16, a 40-year-old? Ew. What does a 40-year-old want to do with a 16-year-old? Even if he didn't know your fucking age, there's no way in fuck he's looking at you thinking you're 25, 30, something closer age to him. That's gross. That's fucking gross. I can't stand men. Okay, Miss Sadie Hunter. I was working as a barista in college. An older man ordered a drink, and while I was making it, he would not stop talking about how perfectly pink my lips were in a very weird attempt to compliment me, mostly because I'm white and pale as fuck. I handed him the drink. When his wife and two kids came up behind him, he instantly changed his demeanor, took a drink of the coffee, told me it tasted like shit, and threw it away. That's men for you. They will... They would try to play you like a fiddle. And I feel so bad for his wife and kids because that man has probably got a reputation of being such a nice, kind-hearted man. And here he is trying some weird attempt to get you interested in him and then immediately realizes his wife is behind him and wants to change up his whole demeanor. Playing her like a fucking fiddle, bitch. Okay. Miss Autumn Noel. A guy paid for me and my fiance. A guy paid for me, my fiance, and my aunt's food at Applebee's just to get my attention. It was like 80 bucks. Thank you, sir. I don't know what he expected me to do. Right. What did he expect you to do? Thank you for paying the tab, bitch. I've been there, done that too. Men, if you're going to pay for my tab, you're going to pay for my drinks, you're going to pay for whatever. That's fine. That doesn't, that doesn't grant you, award you anything. So, ugh. Okay, Miss Lena, Lena May, I work at Home Depot, so I get a lot of creepy old men. One would come in and invite me to this festival he worked at called Froggy Days and tell me about all his money and house. I never went to the festival. He was a, he was giving me major creep ass vibes. So I go to my local bar. Of course, this man is at the bar. He walks up, puts his arm around me, squeezes my side and gets like two inches from my face and says, hey, Lena, I'm like, please don't touch me. Had to push him off of me. He then proceeds to push me as hard as he could. I almost fell, but I bumped into someone else. He was yelling. And so I grabbed him by the shirt, punched him as hard as I could. Good for you, bitch. As hard as I could. I wasn't even drunk yet. He's screaming that I'm crazy and and drunk. He pushed me through his food and there's a food fight going on, bitch. What? This sounds like a movie scene. The cops put him in handcuffs. They were there and saw the whole argument. Okay. Weird. I'm sorry that happened to you. Um, But I'm glad you punched him in his fucking sucker ass face. Okay. Sure. Miss Courtney. Wartney. This is lame as fuck and so cringe now that I think back on it. But I used to work at Wendy's in college and I always worked drive through because it was the best. A dude I went to high school with came through and got his order. Well, then he circles back around to go to the drive through again. And when he's on the speaker, he goes, can I get a kiss through the speaker headset? Everyone on the crew could hear him through their headsets. So I just said, hmm, we'll see, pull through. He pulls up to the window and I said, what the fuck do I look like giving kisses out 
at the drive-thru window. That's embarrassing. To which my manager, who was also a man and was aggressive towards me, said, give the man what he ordered. Oh my God, bro, what? So I fucking kissed him, question mark, question mark, question mark. You kissed him? The fuck? Ugh. Because I was under so much pressure. That's the thing. So many people do things under pressure, especially youngsters. Like I've been there, done that, where I felt pressure to do something and I did it and I immediately regretted it. Um, and that sucks. That's such a, a, a hard place to be in, to be, to be put in. Shit. Um, I was under so much pressure. And then my manager pulled me in the office and yelled at me because I didn't say yes when he asked me on a date, but I kissed someone through the drive-thru. Ugh, it was so fucking annoying. Men are so weird. Me, now, as a grown adult, I would never tolerate the pressure to do anything I didn't want to do or let someone yell at me for no reason at no type of job. That's fucking right, bitch. I'm glad you got a backbone. Period. Ugh, I'm so sorry that happened to you. Um, Miss Julia Foreman, I was on a date with someone who, when he was driving me home, kept making detours just to spend more time with me because he didn't want to take me home yet. I had to fake a phone call from my mother telling me I had to come home now for him to be like, okay, fine. I was home on break from college. So I was around 21 years old. One of the detours he took me was in a dark parking lot at a closed park because he wanted to make out. Mm. You know, I can't, um, I can't decipher if that's, you know, and I, I would need to know the full context because me personally, I would love a man to keep making detours, not in a creepy way, but like he just wanted to spend more time with me. So he was just like, make, you know, I love a good drive. I love a good night drive. Okay. And I actually met my ex-boyfriend in a closed park. Um, after dark and um, it was giving very much Romeo and Juliet love story and I was live laugh loving that era of my life and it was a great relationship and um, it started just like that so um, I don't know girl I don't know if you were not into him and he was just a weirdo then yeah I would be creeped out if you weren't giving him those um, advances you know but uh, that doesn't sound too weird to me he just wanted to spend more time with you Okay, let's see. Um, Miss Mel Fable. A guy I was going to meet up with for the first time showed up at my job while we were having an event without me knowing. I see him sitting at the bar and order a water while I'm around helping other customers. He texts me saying, do you see my luscious locks? Do I look pretty? I proceed to hide from him because I wasn't expecting to see him come to my job. He waited till I got off so we could get drinks together. I tell him I don't want to get one tonight since I have to clean up and go home to my child. He just made the whole encounter weird. That is weird. That is fucking weird. Bitch, we, we're not that acquainted for you to be showing up at my job. The fuck? <sighs> okay. Miss um, Kelly. Kelly Trippy. I was at the bar with my then fiance and a guy walked right behind us, whispered in my ear, you want to go fuck? And that was it. That was his shot. Yep. Men are bold. Men are bold. Ew. Um, Miss Rebecca Bow. 
So one night I stopped at my local Walmart gas station, went and got my items and walked back to my car. This boy was posted up in his car making beats. He then starts singing, smile for me. Come on, girl, just smile for me. (laughs) And I swear to God, all the guys in the car were harmonizing, making beats. It was a whole ass production. I did not smile at him. (laughs) That also sounds like a movie scene. Um, I... If he was cute, I would be very impressed. Like you got a whole, y'all got a barbershop quartet in the car. You're producing out of your car. You're recording, you're making beats, you're mixing and all this shit. And you're singing to me live in the flesh. Oh, that's romantic, baby. My panties are coming off. (laughs) Shit. Um, Michelle Patry. I hope I said your name right. I was out at the bar with my best friend sipping on trash cans and some bar stools as we did. What are trash cans? I'm not familiar. Uh, A guy, probably 10 years older than us, came up and placed his hands on the backs of our necks and started massaging both of us. Meanwhile, he's saying shit to us and he's standing directly behind me. As I'm sitting there, I can feel his hard dick pressing into my back. My friend was frozen and I just turned around and said, can you fuck off? He threw his hands up as if he was fucking tased and walked away. We ended up going home right after that. I did end up marrying an amazing man. He is the epitome of goodness in men. But if it wasn't for him coming around, I would have had a hard time believing that men shouldn't belong in cages. Most of them do. Oh, my hand is falling asleep. Sorry. That's the tea. Most most men do belong in cages. They do. They do. They do. And it's unfortunate. Um, so Miss Victoria Far Fowler. I was at a Goodwill trying to shop on my work break, and right as I walk in, there was an old ass man with his wife in the store. Okay. He whispers in my ear as I walked by, I love your outfit. I was wearing a skirt, not even that short, with thigh-high socks. I ignored him and kept walking, paying attention to him because I had a feeling he would be a problem. He started following me around the store, and I purposely walked around areas I didn't care to be in just to confirm he was following me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you smart, girl. That's what I would do, too. I, 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 they'd be following me around, and i go to, like, a weird area that they have no business. Like, I'll go to, like, there was this one guy who was following me around in a Walmart once. Every aisle I would be in, he just magically was there. And I would go to like one part of the store and I'd be in another part of the store. He, looking back, he might have been a secret shopper. Huh. But like I was in the makeup. He was in the makeup. I was in the cat treats. He was in the cat treats. I was in the, the grocery area. And he didn't have a car. He didn't have nothing. He didn't pick nothing up. So he was obviously following me around. Men are fucking weird, but good for you, bitch. Uh, the spidey scissors were tingling. Uh, but anyways, I'm walking around areas I didn't care to be in just to confirm. At one point, he walked so close behind me, I got scared he was going to touch me. So I walked away quickly. As I did, I looked back and saw him bent over. He was looking under my skirt. Ew. I started yelling at him, telling him to stop harassing me and that he was disgusting. There were a couple women and men around me. No one said or did anything. That's the saddest part. People see things happen to people and they don't speak up. They don't, they're just, they just watch these things happen. That's why me personally, when I see situations like this arise in public, I know out there, there are so many situations that 
people don't bat an eye to. So I do always put myself in the crossfire. I will always stick up for somebody when I see people in weird, uncomfortable situations or people being ugly to customer service um, people or servers. I step the fuck in real quick, bitch. I do. I do. And I will do it for you. Um, There was men and women around me. No one said or did anything. The goodwill work even came around and also did nothing. So sad. So, 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 so sad. I ended up leaving. Um, and they let the man stay in there. Hmm. Sounds about right. Okay, this one wants to stay anonymous. Um, okay, so I was on Tinder one day and I ended up matching with a fine ass guy that like was legit a model. So I'm thinking he must be a catfish. He takes a bit to show up. So I'm like, yep, I'm getting catfished. But no. It was actually him. And I was like, oh shit, this man is fine as fuck. We end up watching a movie. He was really nice so far. And I'm like, "Mm, something has to be up. He's too good to be true. Oh baby, I can't talk. I'm sorry, girl. I can't talk right now. Um, Gotta be too good to be true. Hold on, hold on. Damn, I lost my train of thought. I'm like, he's gotta be too good to be true. Um, we get in his car where he tells me, Hey, do you fart? Or are you the type of girl that says gross? No, I'm a girl. I don't fart. I just kind of stayed quiet. Cause that's a weird thing to ask. He then says, Hey, I don't know if I should tell you this, but I feel really comfortable with you. Oh my God. The first time y'all are meeting, he feels really comfortable with you. You know what? That is a line so many men use to manipulate people. They're like, I feel, I don't know why I just feel really comfortable with you. It's a manipulation tactic. He was really trying. He was really trying to pull a fast one on you. Um, I don't know if I should tell you this, but I feel comfortable with you and proceeds to tell me his fetish. He wanted me to, he wanted to fart in my face. Oh, and have me smell it and then wanted me to fart in his face and tell him how it smelled. Apparently, it really turns him on the nastier they are. Needless to say, we never spoke again. Good for you, Miss Anonymous. Elgur, Miss Trisha. When I was 19, I broke up with a guy and he came over to my house the next morning. I lived with my parents at the time, waited for all of my family members to head off to work, then proceeds to bang on the door asking me to come outside so he could beg me to take him back. Needless to say, I did not open the door. Good for you, mama. When I finally assured he would, he had left, he had stopped screaming and crying and banging on the door. I walked outside and he had beheaded and tore up a teddy bear he brought over with him to win me back. Little bits of cotton stuffing all over the damn front patio. Creeper. So yeah, man. <laughs> Bitch, I can't. I can't. Um, okay, this one also wants to be anonymous. Um, I was in New York waiting for my train. I had missed the earlier one. So I went to the bar to grab a drink while I waited. A man walked up to me and asked if I could have if he could have a seat next to me. I said, of course, but I had headphones in and was watching TikToks. He made a joke about phones and made, and it was out of character for me to be nice, but what? Okay. Uh, he asked to buy me drinks and I p- politely declined. He then made a joke about me being young enough to be his daughter. I said, I think you're overestimating how young I am, but I'll take 
the compliment. He said, oh, come on, you've got to be in your early 20s. To which I replied, I'm actually 30, but shout outs to sunscreen. Per, I need to start using that shit too. In lightning speed, I watched this man realize my age, clock my wedding rings, then realized I was in business casual attire. He ran out so fast, didn't even buy, didn't even drink his drink. I'm assuming he thought I was young, naive, and alone in a New York City bar. That man was technically old enough to be my dad if he had a child in his late teens. Oof. Too young to be talking to somebody in their early 20s. Men are fucking gross. Ugh. Okay, Miss Samantha, I had a man notice me across the bar and tell everyone I was his girlfriend. Never met the man a day in my life. Was sending me drink after drink after drink. He wanted me, that he wanted me to drink. I drink beer and whiskey, but that wasn't ladylike enough for him. He waited until the end of the night and came up and told me how he told everyone I was his girlfriend and thought I would be flattered. I'll never go to that bar again. I wouldn't either. Mm-mm, I wouldn't. Um, okay, this didn't, Miss Ashley, Alan, Elaine, this didn't personally happen to me, but my sister went on a first date with a man. The instant red flag was him wanting to talk about kinks on the first date. I'm telling you girls, when a man drops the ball that quick, it's because he's a weirdo and he wants to make sure that he's not going to waste his time. So can you really blame them? I mean, it's gross. I'm not, I'm not excusing the weird behavior, but like they probably get shot down all the time. So they feel like, you know, I gotta, I just gotta go ahead and drop the bomb now. Um, Okay, instant red flag was him wanting to talk about his kinks on the first day. Anyways, he ended up having a kink where he liked watching women eat live goldfish. What? What? My sister instantly noped the fuck out of there. Period, queen, as she should. Okay, this is a this is a, a cute and gorgeous one. Miss Jana. Jana. First date, mind you, we met off Tinder. I show up to his apartment. He kicks it off with, do you want to watch anime and snuggle in my bed? Next month, we celebrate six years together. Wow, not all men are trash. Um, so happy for you, queen. And I hope he is treating you like a queen. And I'm so happy that there is hope in the world. Tinder can lead to six-year happy marriages. So um, I don't know if y'all are married or just together, but um, congratulations, queen. Anyways, that's uh, all the entries I got for you. Uh, there was one I didn't screenshot for some reason. It was really weird. Something about the man liked um, his mom and they had something going on. But I don't know why I didn't screenshot that one. Uh, fuck. It was juicy. But there were so many details. It was so much to read. So anyways, um, I live, laugh, love y'all. Have a good, beautiful, gorgeous, sexy hot day. <laughs> Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. 
but those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.